Hi, podcast listeners. We're excited to share our show with you. This is us discussing the effects of coronavirus on our personal lives and is not meant to replace a therapy session. For professional advice or if you're in crisis, seek professional help. Hi, Stace. Hi, Layla. Um, what what are we doing? <laughs> We're in a brave new world with coronavirus, and let's figure it out together. I'm Layla, co-founder of Bridger Media. I'm concerned about the effect of COVID-19 on our mental health. I'm Stacy. As a therapist, I've seen the effects of the current crisis. So we created a show to dissect and navigate this critical time together. Let's stay calm with COVID. I exercised yesterday with my favorite workout, which you guys know is Barry's Boot Camp, and they are having on their IG feed, uh, live feed workouts every day, at least a couple. I you know, was doing it, it was really hard, and the slow burn reminded me of it, Tans, because she kept saying, do you feel the burn, do you feel the burn? And, <laughs> and I was feeling it, but at the same time, it felt so unfamiliar because it's, because the other part of our day is not at all about going after it. I feel like we're going after nothing except living this new life, and so it was, it was interesting, because usually you're in one of those classes, and you're like, yeah, I can do it, I can go after the hardest things and da, da, da. And this time it just felt a little bit in contrast to every other part of my life right now. Yeah, I guess I've also been surprised by how I feel more creative in the kitchen. And Stacey and I love to cook. Tans, I know you say you're, <laughs> it's I've, some of the most <laughs> delicious foods I've ever had has been with you, okay? So I'm just going to say that I feel like this creativity has been unleashed and it's partly because I'm not getting home, you know, frantic from different things. Mm -hmm. Everything all of a sudden is just okay. (laughs) And I cooked. Yeah. What did you cook? Well, just the fact that I even cooked, I feel like with you, because you two, I think of you as master chefs (laughs) 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 from Stacey's Thai food to like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Layla, whether it's the Persian or the Philippine, you name it, and so many others. So I had a Trader Joe's mix, and then I, like, added yogurt and seeds and all these things to it. And I was like, okay, that was cooking for me, a Trader Joe's pumpkin bread mix. And then I put them in little cupcake tins. But they mm-hmm. felt like these cute little nuggets of love. And I was like, oh, my goodness, for me to be doing that, that's rare. I mean, I do I do like shopping vegetables, but <laughs> I'm not a baker. <laughs> I hear you, Layla. I'm excited about that delicious dinner. I'll be right over. Just kidding. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to run out of vegetables. The last time I went shopping, I thought I don't want to leave the house for as long as possible, two to three weeks, you know. I, speaking of food, I think I'm going to start a vegetable garden. I haven't been ready to start one yet because our outside, our landscaping is needs so much work. And my mom makes always has a huge, bounteous garden that she shares which is so nice. I want to do a small one with the kids just because we're going to be home and I want them to like be able to see. And Anyway, I looked on Amazon and there's seeds and they said because of COVID-19, like 
These seeds are in high demand. It's the Amazon. It's like the number one recommended. They're non-GMO heirloom seeds for like 16 bucks, like a thousand. It's a good deal. Anyway, so it said some substitutions may be made, but I thought, oh, yeah, I'm not alone. <laughs> Other people wow. are thinking about about this too. We did actually, we drove through and got debated getting some at the local um, hardware store. And it was like you could you could social distance and wear gloves and pick up a bunch of organic soil. So we kind of debated it and then we decided to go for it. And it's, we have two little French bed gardens that got put together and there's no seeds yet, but it's happening this weekend. And I can say it feels really good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Stacey, I'm excited about your garden. I want to start one as well. When I was at Dos Puentes, my boys uh, dual language school, I don't know how I got, into this, but I was head of the gardening committee, which I think was a little misleading since I'm from Idaho. They thought that I maybe knew how to garden, but I don't really. (laughs) I mean, I helped my parents plant their garden growing up. Like my parents are, my mom is a, a good gardener, but I don't necessarily claim to know a lot about it. My grandma always had a garden. I know how to pick things from gardens. Anyway, it was it was fairly simple. We started off with two raised garden beds and just planted lettuce and such. And so I feel pretty confident about lettuce. Like lettuce is pretty easy to grow. We planted about, we would plant them directly in the garden beds and then we'd have to harvest two months later. And, and we had, it was a beautiful little garden to table moment where the kids would pick the lettuce right there in the garden, the little tiny like inner city school garden area, right? Like fenced area. But we would rinse it. We brought some salad spinners and we'd rinse it and then like put them on plates. And we brought, we brought extra veggies as well, extra lettuce and veggies to help supplement a bit. And then they got, got to eat their lettuce that they grew in the garden. It was so cute. These little (laughs) (laughs) kindergartners and first graders. That's how we could spend our time to here in our respective quarantines that we plant a seed of whatever it is we want more of in our lives and then just take this time to figure it out, figure ourselves out, um, Mm. you know, patiently nourish all the different neglected parts of ourselves because we've been so busy and then harvest something that we can offer to the community. I love that. I'm also, with that metaphor, I'm thinking a lot of self-love and patience and self-compassion is will be needed during that process as well. As yeah. we are spending more quiet moments with ourselves and getting to develop and fine-tune and the qualities about ourselves that we would like to change or enhance. The voice that we use to speak to ourselves is often harsh. We are often so hard on ourselves. Being aware of that voice and being conscious to use a gentle, compassionate voice. You know, when we make mistakes, it's okay. You'll you'll get up. You can do it. Keep going. You're enough. It's all right to make mistakes. You're not alone. Just those gentle, nourishing things that you may or may not have heard from your own mother or parents as a child, but you can you can give that to yourself now. One can never err when being extra thoughtful to oneself. It's something I certainly 
you struggle with. Sometimes, you know, thinking I need to be more this and that and probably a daily thing if I really thought about it. So it's an exciting, it's, it's nice to soften the voice with understanding and just everything in its time. Um, it makes me also think a couple years ago, I was talking to somebody, we were saying how, oh my goodness, you know, someday there's going to be a whole new psychology and psychiatry of language for all this technology-based medium that we use to communicate. And now with the COVID, it exponentially changed that. So it's almost like the world has had this time where things are still. And so introspection now can be seen for what it is. Somehow I feel like when there is a moment for the dust to settle in the day, it allows my brain to categorize or organize in a more natural way that's not forced. And in that happening and that not forcing, just kind of in the way that we look outside and and spring is just starting, no plant is forcing its way. They have to work so hard, but at the same time, it's in its own time, in its own season. And so in the same way, allowing that kind of grace towards oneself. We're all trusting that life is still happening every day. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of how I, I I think I've been like nicer to myself. When you said that, I thought, oh, I think I actually haven't had those regular thoughts, mostly related to achievement and being a certain way or feeling guilty about not visiting my mom more often than I should. <laughs> now I just can't. But I, I think that's tied to sort of the feeling of the apocalypse, you know, like if the world is going to end anyway, and there is a bit of a feeling like that, or this is not going to be the last superbug. I don't think that's not what the scientists are predicting. They predicted this and they're predicting many more to come, potentially even more dangerous. So if that's the world we live in at a, and I think we are, we all think about mortality. We all think, you know, we're going to die, but we always think like we're going to die Someday, someday when I die, when I'm 80 or 90 or whatever, I think there's something about the the feel of the apocalypse that you just don't have time for that. You know, it's kind of like, what do we no longer have time for? Ain't so nobody got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we even don't have to do anything right now. We're just sitting with the change. Like we're just we're accompanying this change because we are changing and so is there's us and then there's our groups and then there's of less than 10, of course, <laughs> but we're all doing this. The change is happening in a very organic way. It's, it's nature is cruel and nature is kind. So it's happening and there's going to be loss and there's also going to be gains and we're just going to, we're going to roll with it. This show is evolving. If you have ideas for what you'd like to hear, let us know. Email me, Layla, at bridgermedia.com. That's L-E-I-L-A at B-R-I-D-G-R media.com. See you next time on Calm with COVID.